Hey, hey, my friends, it is January 31st, 2024, and we are going to talk about the quickening of the Holy Spirit today. And I'm actually going to share a pre-record that I did with friends of ours through New Creations Ministries. It's N-E-W-C-R-E-E-A-T-I-O-N-S dot org. It is Chris and Lisa Cree are the um, founders of that ministry, and they host a Kingdom Mindsets program called Two for Tuesdays that I have been on before, but was blessed to be on again. And so just um, hoping that you are encouraged because the quickening of the Holy Spirit is super important right now for believers. And so I pray that you are encouraged in Jesus name. Hi, everyone, and welcome to our Two for Tuesday broadcast. I am your host, Chris Cree, and today we're going to talk about walking in the Spirit. That's so important for us as believers that we walk in the Spirit and not in the flesh. But I think sometimes we over-spiritualize that. So today's guest is going to help us get our heads around that so that we can all experience God's goodness and, and the benefits of walking in the Spirit. You know Lisa Mahan, she's been on our show a bunch of times before, so I am just going to bring her in now. Hey Lisa, how are you? Hi, I'm doing so great. Happy New Year. Happy this New Year. Yeah, right. I know, yeah. 2024. It's been a while yeah. since you've been on the broadcast. I am glad right. to have you back. I hope you guys are doing well, that you had a good Christmas and holidays, and you haven't frozen there in Colorado. Last week we did freeze a little bit, but we're good. <laughs> we yeah. thought out. We yeah, it was pretty. It was it was pretty cold here as we're recording this the, the past week, but it's warming up. This week it's going to be warmer, yeah. so by the time yeah. this gets out to air, it's going to be almost. We're going to forget that it was winter, I think. But I think anyway, so. anyway, um, no, you, you, no, I'm I'm excited to have this conversation because this is an important topic: walking in the spirit. Um, so, I, I want to just kind of kick it over to you. And, and find out what you have to say about this and share and, and see where this conversation goes. So what one, why did you think this topic would be good for today? What, what kind of prompted you to, to share with us? Well, I think so last year, a whole lot of different things happened, right? And mm-hmm. since, since COVID, since C-19, there's been so many different things happening and people are having crisis fatigue and they're worn out a little bit more than normal. And so it's kind of like, what's the secret to doing your life without being tired, right? Mm. Without finishing being tired. Like, I know we need to finish our race, but it's the picture of somebody who's running a race, right? And they're, you know, you've seen those movies where they get to the end and they're like, people are crawling to the finish line. People are People are like, some people are hobbling and some people are like, oh, like, you know, thinking probably like, I'm never going to do this again. This is too hard, right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm so never going to do it. People, people crawl, you know what I'm talking about, that last And at the months. same time, you got other people that they get to the end, they're like, woohoo, we're done, yay, it's awesome, let's do yeah, it again. Yeah, and that's what God has in mind for the believer, right there, that last thing that you just said. People get to the finish line and they're like, woohoo, let's do it again, I want to do it again, this is awesome, and they're energized and they're ready to go. They're not worn out. And and when you're talking about exhaustion, are you talking about physical exhaustion or are you talking about something else? So I'm talking about physical exhaustion, spiritual exhaustion, just exhaustion, period, because okay. we're, made, we're made up of three parts, right? We are mm-hmm. spirit, 
soul, and body. And so I'm talking about how the spirit of God is the secret for the believer to be able to not be exhausted because God can quicken and there's practical things we can do, right? Get good sleep, get good exercise, drink um, your water, drink your water, have really great habits. And it's like, but the spirit of God is able to quicken us in all of those places too. Just Mm. our whole being. That was what God meant for believers is for us to have. I mean, and the reason is, it's because it's his nature. God's nature is to give life, right? God's Mm. nature is that he is life giving. Um, And I was just looking at some of my notes, but just his nature is life giving, period. And so when we have his spirit become one with our spirit, we can do, we can finish our race. We can do not even finish our race, Chris, but like do life, Mm. life. So, you know, everybody gets tired. Everybody gets worn out. Everybody has moments in life when they're like, Oh, you know, I'm just, I'm just really tired. And I've known a lot of people last year and over the last several years, like I said, that have had more of that going on than normal, or maybe it's just people are talking about it more. I don't know. Um, I think there's a little of both. I think there's a spiritual heaviness in the air. And, mm-hmm. and I personally believe it's it's in the process of lifting. Mm-hmm. But it's been, there's been a spiritual oppression ever since the COVID thing kicked off globally. Yeah. I mean, we had a pandemic that was killing millions of people. So, yeah. you know, that's, that's, that's spiritually heavy stuff. And yeah. so I think there's, there's, there's a little bit of both of that. I think some of it is, you know, people, we're, we're all making choices maybe that we m- could improve upon. Let's just put it that mm-hmm. way. And yeah. then at the same time, there was this spiritual oppression that's just really, you know, heavy. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that is a, that is a challenge that, that, mm-hmm. you know, certainly Jesus is up to the challenge because he overcame the world. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. We, we have the resources we need to, to be victorious, to thrive in these situations, mm-hmm. but it's not going to be automatic. It's going to take some, some effort on our part to press <laughs> into our relationship with God and get closer to him. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where this kind of came from was just in prayer. It was like, Lord, how, what's going on with the body of Christ and what's happening. And the Lord said, it's the quickening power of the spirit that people need to remember. Cause I, I know that we get saved and well, obviously we get saved and then we get the Holy spirit. We all know that we get many of us know we get the Holy spirit. And so we're, we're good to go. But I don't know if we always remember that God's spirit is a quickening, the Holy spirit, you know, the spirit of Jesus is a quickening spirit. It's mm-hmm. quickening means to give life and to revitalize and to refresh and to, uh, you know, make alive. That is what quickening means. It's, it's giving, it's a life giving spirit. And so when you have that inside of you as a believer, you are, you are able to not only give life to other people, but you can give life to yourself through that spirit in you Mm -hmm. through obviously um, praying in your prayer language, um, reading the word specifically and, and, listening to God, you know, drawing near to him. And so, because it's interesting, because when I was looking at it deeper and getting prepared for this, it was like, um, you know, we, like I said, so first Thessalonians five twenty three. Um, if we look at that real quick, we can yep. put a little bit of, 
<laughs> a little bit of meat on the bone, <laughs> says, now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole spirit, soul, and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. So that right there is giving reference that we're made up of three parts. We're mm -hmm. spirit, soul, and body. And so you can, you can have life and then you can versus being life giving. So without God, you are not life giving, but with God, you are obviously, but you know, a lot of um, what I've seen going on is if people are rejecting God, then they're looking for some sort of other spiritual force to help them do things. So different practices, um, question, you're going to say something. Well, no, I'm just thinking when you said it, when people reject God and I, and I'm with you, mm. I think it's even, it's even, um, more insidious because sometimes it's not even a case of necessarily outright rejecting God. Mm. It's just not understanding and everything that God provides. And so we're looking elsewhere for those same things instead of looking uh, at God. And that's good. That's a great point because that actually, um, brings up people who have mixture. So yeah. you have a mixture of spiritual forces that are helping you, so to speak, forces. Well, some are helping and some you think are helping, but they're actually they're hindering, helping. but you don't realize it. And yeah, right. it has to be a mess. So, and then they yeah. wonder, why isn't this work, this Christian thing working? And it's because of mm -hmm. that mixture you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Because of that mixture. And I'm not sure I want to name them specifically, but you know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Different practices that people use to find a higher quote unquote power when they don't go to the spirit of God and they go to these other places to get that. So what I've seen is that it, it works for a while. They're, they've got energy, they're energized for a while. It helps for a while, but oftentimes I've seen it where it starts harming them. It starts hurting them. And so, and it's because it's not a life giving spirit. The one that Jesus talks about, what the one God talks about in the Bible, this life giving spirit of God, is the spirit that we need. So mm -hmm. well, everyone and, has spirit. This depends mm -hmm. on what you happen into. And and I can give you an example of that that probably won't offend too many people. Uh, is is the the spirit of mammon is real. Yeah. I mean Jesus said you cannot serve God and mammon. It, either you'll love the one, hate the other, you'll you'll be loyal to the one or despise the other. You cannot mm -hmm. serve God and mammon. So there's two spiritual forces out there and it's tied to our provision how we're going to receive our provision. What are we going to, you know, are we going to use the world system, which is that, that, that work hard and, and take from other people because there's a limited amount in the world system. And so mm -hmm. we, if we work that system, we can be successful, we can be wealthy, but it's going to mm -hmm. cost us so much more that we don't see at the, at the beginning. And that's why, because the enemy is not going to tell you, oh yeah, you can have this, but I, you know, it's going to cost you with loads of you know, damaged relationships and, and mm -hmm. isolation and, and, you know, discouragement yeah. and frustration. I mean, that's why so many wealthy people who are incredibly successful by the world standards end up committing suicide, you know, mm -hmm. because the only way the spirit of darkness will get you anything good is by taking so much more in return. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a perfect analogy of what we're talking about is when you hook into something else spiritually other than God, which is life giving quickening, quit the quickening word. Quickening is life giving. Mm -hmm. You're going to, it's not going to work for, it's not going to work. 
Yeah, yeah. It's going to harm you. Well, it, like you said, it, it can work for a season. I mean, that's why all sin, not all sin, but most sin, you know, it feels good in the moment. Mm -hmm. I was a drunk. Okay. There were, you know, for a lot of years, I was a drunk. And, you know, when I first started drinking, you know, or when I first started drinking in the evening or whatever, mm -hmm. it always felt good. But there was all this cost and baggage that came with that good feeling mm -hmm. that eventually did not feel so good. And it was destroying my life until Jesus came along and set me free from that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's perfect too, because you had, you had an ability to feel better for a while, but then it harmed you. Yeah. And so you were filling your, your spirit with those different things. And I don't know how much I've thought about this. This is like a, oh, I don't know, kind of question. But so how much of your, so your spirit, your soul, and your body, right? Mm -hmm. And God's spirit, when you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you get his spirit connected with your spirit. Mm -hmm. And then you still have your soul and your body. So how much of your, you know, is it, I think some people think, well, it might be a quarter of his spirit gets connected with my spirit, or maybe it's a half of his spirit gets connected with my spirit because I, you know, that's where we still exercise this independence and this will apart from him, which makes yeah. that struggle with his spirit and our spirit. No, so I, I don't, I, no, no, no. I'm, your whole spirit, I'm, I'm throwing the penalty flag here. Scripture says spirit, something different. Your whole spirit gets becomes one with God's spirit. That's, that's yes. Thank that's you for I saying that. I'm saying, I'm saying, no, good penalty flag. I love that. But that's what I'm saying. I don't, we have to surrender our, our will to God's will. And his will is for us to be life-giving. Mm -hmm. His will is for us to be full of life and vitality and strength and be able to finish our race without being tired. Because whether God comes back this year, next year, 20 years, 100 years from now, we don't want to be just worn out there's still a lot left to do with the lord to bring the kingdom of god to this earth and, and so well, can i just jump in there i want to clarify something that you said because yes. i know what you meant but i it may not be clear to the audience what you're okay. saying is that that um it's we didn't get just part of the spirit of god when we were born yeah. again we got all of it the challenge yeah. is we are also soul and body so we're spirit mm -hmm. soul and body so our spirit has been made perfect in christ Yes. But we have this mind, will, and emotions in our soul that mm -hmm. is going to take some time to catch up. And if mm -hmm. we don't renew our minds to the truth of God, it, it feels like we didn't get all of the spirit, even though we did, because our, our soul is resisting what was accomplished in our spirit. That's really what you're trying to say. Am I right? Yes, you are right. That is correct. That's true. Yeah. So and, there was the penalty flag wasn't on you. The penalty flag no, was on those things that, that, that people believe that you were sharing. Yeah. Yes, that was the penalty on that thought pattern, not on what I'm, what I meant or yeah, meant. No, I've, yeah, no, we're, we're on the same page, lady. Yeah, I love it. And I didn't take it personally. I just thought I liked the flag. I was like, look at the flag. There, it just flew. I just thought, okay, yes. And, but, but with that life-giving spirit, we can minister to our own soul. And well, our own body. before we, have we get spirit. into that, can we, can we point to a scripture that backs that up? Yeah. Because um, that backs up the fact that we have that that perfect spirit of God in us. Yeah. So we're just going to look at a couple of them, but that life-giving spirit. So if people want to look that up themselves also mm -hmm. when we're done, um, just look up the word. Um, let's see. Out of, we'll start with, it's, it's, so if you look up the Greek, it's G2227, and it means to mm -hmm. revitalize. 
alive and to make alive and to quicken. And there's 11 verses that have, and 12 matches that have that in it, but we're not going to look at all of them. But the first one that we were going to look at was 1 Corinthians 15, 45. Okay. 1545 says, and so it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living being. The last Adam became a life-giving spirit. So the last Adam in that verse is talking about Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ is a life-giving spirit. Yes. He is the one that gives life to people. That's his nature. That's God's plan. That's who we are in Christ when we become believers. It's just incredible. We carry so much that um, being being tired is is not any condemnation when you are, by the way. I want to go back and at least reiterate that because if you do finish your race crawling to the finish line, God is still love you, loves you and is for you. So if you're tired, don't beat yourself up. Just get with this life-giving spirit of God. And well, and that yeah, is, that's a really good word is that, that we don't need to condemn ourselves if we're living in that place of exhaustion, that, that right. mental, you know, physical, emotional exhaustion. Mm-hmm. What we can do is we can shift. Mm-hmm. Um, in a moment, we can shift and start walking in the spirit by, by coming into agreement with what God says yes. about us yes. and, and start looking for his solutions and tapping into his promises. Yes. So that we can experience that. And I'll share later on, I, I've got a, a couple of personal anecdotes that I think might help people. But I want to stick with the scriptures here for a moment. Okay, yes, I think this is yes. important. So, so that was one that we were looking at. And then we were going to look at John 663. Okay. It is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. Mm. So that first part, it says it is the spirit that who gives life. That's the, the Greek word we're talking about. G2227, mm-hmm. to revitalize, to quicken. Because quick isn't just fast. Quick is deep. It's a to make alive. Yes. Um, but if I bring something from the dead to the life, which would bring us into the next, let's see, does that bring us to the next one? Yeah, so... Romans 8, 11, if I bring something from dead to life, that's a pretty big deal. That's, yeah. that's like, you know, <laughs> that's, um, so Romans 8, 11 is, but if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Mm-hmm. So again, give life to your mortal bodies. So your mortal body is your your body. <laughs> and and I, this is a powerful verse because it could be interpreted instead of, but if the spirit of him, because uh-huh. we're believers in Christ and because we've got the Holy Spirit in us, it, it, you can read it as if it said, but since the spirit yeah. of him who raised Jesus from the dead, because yeah. it does apply to us. We don't have to wonder, well, maybe it does, maybe it doesn't, because that word is if there, that word yes. is that word really means that he's, he's basically making a statement that because this is true, that is yeah. also true. Yes. Because God's spirit is in us. Yes. Then it gives life to our motor bottles bodies. And, and then it, it, you know, that, that whole exhaustion thing fades away. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yes. Because it's in you. It's, mm-hmm. 
it's in you already. And whether you're aware, aware of it or not is, is the key. And so knowing that it's there and having the truth that it's there makes the difference because what I've seen a lot of, and, and I know I, I'm going to stick on the scripture too, but the whole thing is that there's a lot of people who are going around looking for life in other things. I think that's kind of what we're talking about, even yeah. in other, even in other Christian things. And that's not where you're going to find life. You're going to find so life. Can you give, in- a, give an example of what, what somebody might do for, in that case? Somebody might go to um, conferences all the time. Mm, there's nothing wrong yeah. with conferences, but you go to conference after conference after conference. You're looking for something to fill yeah. that void inside of you, but you're already a believer. You already received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, but you're just going to conference to conference. You're going to prophetic voice to prophetic voice. You're going to teacher to teacher, person after person. Gotta get a word. You you ask all your friends. You're really like looking and the Lord is like, hey, I'm right here. Like like we just said in in Romans 8, 11, it's Mm -hmm. since the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. We said sense, we put that word, you put that word in there so to make a point that it's in you already. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to go to all of the other people. Actually, I don't know that you're really required to. I mean, I know that there's scripture that talks about there's wisdom and other people and other voice, you know, people speaking to you, but this is not, this is not God's plan. He well, gave you the spirit of God in you. And you read that in, in that previous verse in John where Jesus says, the words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. See, we're looking for all these other things to give us life, conference hopping, you know, getting a prophet to give us a word when all we need to do is put our, our, ourselves, put our minds into scripture, get that scripture Mm -hmm. into our hearts. That's Mm -hmm. where the life is, is in the word that's already written Mm -hmm. in the Bible. Yes, exactly. And it, and it's good to encourage each other because I see people not even going to a prophet, but they go to people who you just want a word all the time. You're like, mm-hmm. I need a word. And it's like, well, there, God gave you this Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, the Spirit of Jesus himself lives in you and wants you to hear him. Mm-hmm. He wants to talk to you. He wants to refresh you. He wants to revitalize you. You've got everything you need in you now mm-hmm. on this earth. Now, <laughs> you don't, you don't yeah. have to wait. You don't have to wait. Um, and so another scripture that we had looked at or talked about was 2 Corinthians 3, 6. Um, and I love this one's got a lot in it, too. <laughs> Everything does, yeah. doesn't it? Right. Um, <laughs> uh, surprise. Um, it says, who also made us sufficient as ministers of the new covenant, not of the letter, but of the spirit. For the letter kills but the spirit gives life. So there it is again. The spirit gives life. The spirit gives quickening. The spirit gives revitalization. The spirit of God will help you do whatever you need to do. And I love this one too, because it goes into, it says, who also made us sufficient as ministers of the new covenant. So I could teach about the old covenant, but I'm a very, I'm not as sufficient because it says right there, made us sufficient as ministers of the new covenant. Mm-hmm. So that's a whole nother, that could be yeah. a whole nother, a whole nother um, topic of how we're not we're more sufficient as new covenant ministers as we are not as sufficient as old covenant ministers. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, so, that's so true. It's and, so good. And 
this whole spirit gives life. Um, yes. I've got a practical example. I mean, I, it's funny because I met a I met a friend for coffee this morning as we're as we're filming this, and you know he's a businessman. You know he's he's a younger guy, younger than me. So everybody's young these days. It seems like. um, but he's he's got an IT business, so he's got you know he's got several employees and he's growing and he's you know his business is doing really well. And yeah, you know it. And I don't know if the audience knows, but I, I build websites and I have a, I have a business that I'm. I'm actually pressing into a little bit as well, you know, more building websites and, and, and doing that kind of stuff. So we were kind of, there's synergies going on. But yeah. one of the things he was saying, because he knows that I'm kind of where he was a few years back is in the business front. He said, you know, how, he was asking me, how are you going to, you know, where are you going to get your clients? And we had a whole long conversation about that. And I said, at the end of the day, you know, I'm going to do what I know to do, but I'm not taking the pressure on myself to... Yeah force that outcome. I'm going to trust God to bring me the clients because he's the one who's leading me to do this business. And mm -hmm. he said, that is so good. He said, I learned that lesson the hard way. He said the first mm -hmm. two years he was in business, he was, he took all the pressure on. He just, he just owned it all of having to produce the results and mm -hmm. having to get the sales and having to do. And he said it almost destroyed him. And it mm -hmm. wasn't until he let go of the outcomes, he's still doing all the work, but he trusts God for the good results of everything yes. he does. And yes. letting go of the outcomes, he said it took that pressure off. And his business started to thrive after that because he wasn't, he wasn't keeping himself responsible for it all. He was trusting God. And when, as believers, when we do trust God, trust his promises, trust his good outcomes, mm -hmm. then he's free to move on our behalf. When we're trying to control it all and make it happen, we don't leave any room for God to operate on our behalf. Mm -hmm. So that's that I think is the big difference mm -hmm. on a practical, mm -hmm. um, you know, perspective of what it can look like for us. Mm -hmm. And I love that because that kind of makes me think about um, just how, so people might wonder, how do I receive, how do I, receive the spirit in that way. Cause I received the spirit when I was saved, but then you're talking about, I need to have the quickening power of the spirit to do my life in those ways that you're talking about to do your website business and to not take it all on yourself. And that's true. It's to trust Jesus, but it's to surrender. So just surrendering and not trying to, so to receive, you have to stop trying to figure it out. You have to, do you have to stop trying to figure everything out? You obviously have to do something. You can't be lazy, but you have to stop figure. You have to stop trying to figure things out in your brain See, of how. Let God. And I would, I, I would even take that a step further and say it's even because it's there's nothing wrong with applying your intellect. God made you know He made the intellect and He yes. you know, the thing is the intellect is not supposed to lead. Yes. Our heart is supposed to lead. Remember, David was a man after God's own heart, not a man after God's own intellect or God's own mind. Yeah. So, yes. yes, our intellect is, you know, trying to figure it out. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. But that can't be our goal. And we can't feel like we're a failure if we don't have it all figured out because right. we can trust God with our heart. And for me, what made the difference was controlling the outcomes. When I let go of control of the outcomes and started trusting God, and I first experienced this, honestly, on the mission field over in Scotland, you know, with the, the Bible college campus, yes. I literally let go of personal responsibility for 
how many students we had enrolled. And that was a big metric that, that measured our success or failure as a Bible college campus. And I just didn't take on that stress. Now, I was still held accountable by the organization, but because I trusted God, he brought the students to us and I didn't have to stress and we still thrived. But that it took me a while to learn that. I didn't, you know, that wasn't something that I, I you know, the first almost 20 years of my walk with the Lord, I wasn't doing that. I was trying to control all the outcomes and it was, it was soul crushing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's because the way that God does things versus the way that man does things are oftentimes very different spiritually speaking, because God is right. God is a spirit, right? Mm -hmm. It says that, um, and John, I've heard it down John, um, where is it? 424 it says god is a spirit and those that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth right so mm -hmm. god is spirit god is spirit and i know jesus came as a man so he was the son of man and the son of god but he god is spirit and so what you're talking about is an excellent um, example because for me it's whenever i try to figure things out i'm using my intellect to try to figure things out. So if I surrender my intellect, my figuring it out that way, I'm not not thinking, I'm just trying to surrender to the Holy Spirit's way of thinking about things because God is spirit. He's not, he's not going to operate in the flesh. Mm. I mean, he operates through my flesh, but he's not a flesh. He's not that God. He's, he's spirit. Well, he's and, and what, what I'm hearing you say is that you're, you're forcing your soul to allow mm -hmm. your heart to lead mm -hmm. instead of yeah. leading with your intellect. Yes, yes, exactly. And, and that's funny because your soul, to me, this might not sound right. Well, it, okay, so now you're all like, oh no. But the spirit, <laughs> the soul, the soul, I don't feel like our souls are really that deep, as deep as we think they are, because they pick up, our soul will pick up habits and ways of perspectives and things and uh, ways of doing things. And our souls are kind of like, but when you settle your soul and understand that the Lord saved your whole being, even though he, you know, as your spirit is connected with him, he still saved you. He loves all of you. He loves your soul. He loves your body. I talk to my soul with my spirit and I tell my soul, this is who God is. This is what he wants. This is how things are going to go because you have, you have new patterns, new habits, new life to live, right? That don't have anything to do with what you experienced because now you're in Christ. So you got to talk to your soul when your soul does that. And you have to command your own ship, which is command your soul and tell your soul, everything's going to be okay. Everything's all right. <laughs> you're in the best hands that you could ever be in with life giving power from God. And the essence of who he is, is to give life. Mm -hmm. You got yeah, a scripture? That, well, yeah. I'm, I'm looking for one. <laughs> I know that David talks about this a bunch in the Psalms, and I'm not sure exactly what I'm looking for, but I, I have one that kind of lines up with what you're saying here. And that's Psalm 139, verse 14, where David says, I will praise you, yes. for I am fearfully and wonderfully made marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well mm -hmm. you know so david yes. you know he he, I, he he has to tell his soul mm -hmm. that you know remind his soul of god's goodness is what he's saying mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. We have to remind ourselves with the truth, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> our, our soul will go, go wild and do whatever, you know, whatever, think about things the way the world is thinking about them. And mm-hmm. that's not for, for the believer. Gee, God yeah. has so much more. And so then the other scripture that we were looking at, are we ready to go to the yep. uh, one? Okay. So first Peter three eighteen was the next one that we, and this is the one where we, again, it says it's in the Greek. Um, it's for the word quicken, quickeneth, and it's G two, 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 seven for anybody who wants to look mm-hmm. it up. There's 11 verses, 12 matches. And this is just one of, I think four or five that we're looking at, but first uh, Peter three eighteen says for Christ also suffered once for sins, the just for the unjust that he might bring us to God being put to death in the flesh, but made alive by the spirit. So there it is again. So that word gets, gets, gives life, life giving made alive. So you're going from dead to life. So in this, um, Jesus, Jesus, it says that Jesus was put to death in the flesh, but he was also, Jesus was made alive by the spirit. And Jesus obviously was conceived by the spirit. But in this case, God's saying Jesus was made alive. And resurrected so, is what it, what it's talking about by the spirit. So the spirit has, the spirit of God has power to help you and I, um, do whatever it is that we need to do so that we don't get tired, that we don't finish. You know, I'd love to see the bride of Christ, the church finish before God comes back, whenever that is, and just be soaring and not be beat up, not be exhausted, weak, or debilitated in any kind of way. And that for all of us. Um, well, and I remember Lisa and I were, we were having a conversation with somebody else at church uh, the other day. And um, Lisa made the comment that God showed her one time that she doesn't get extra points for wearing herself out. Oh, uh, yeah. See, that's good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't get extra points. And depending on, I love that. And to go back to your, that example, and then the other one that you used about your life, the point is that it's the other point that I had in this was that it's the secret in doing your life and finishing your race. It's your life and your race. So it's yours. Like yeah. I don't compare mine to, anyone else's and how I'm doing what I'm doing. If I have five kids and I have to get them to school and I have, and I don't, but if I did, I imagine the mom, I, I don't know how parents do it. My hats always go off to them. So um, if I have five kids and I'm running them to school and I'm exhausted and I'm tired, I might want to draw near to the Lord because he'll draw near to me. Right. Mm-hmm. And I might want to spend time with him getting um, revelation from the spirit on how to, better do it without being tired, but I need the quickening power of the spirit to raise those five kids. <laughs> and so, but that's that person's race. And my right. race doesn't include that. So everybody's has a different, you get my point. Everybody I, has. A different- I think, I think it would be good to share. I mean, we were talking about this very thing before we hit the record button for this, for this episode, you know, before we went on camera here and we were yes. talking about how, you know, you and I, you know, you and you and Tim, your husband and me and Lisa, my wife, were faced with similar situations about a choice to make. And I was sharing how God told me to go one way. And you're yeah. like, that's funny because God told you to go the opposite way. And both answers are right. There's yeah. nothing wrong with either one. 
Where yeah. we go, I think where it goes sideways sometimes, Lisa, is we'll we'll hear a testimony or a story of somebody who who you know they out of their relationship with God, God told them something, and they they responded to that word from God, and they saw great success, and we're like, oh, well, that's what they did, so we've got to do the same thing, and yes. what we end up doing is we're trying to put our faith in the testimony instead of putting our faith into what we hear from God directly. And it's mm-hmm. what we hear from God directly, you know, when he's speaking to us out of his word and, and, and through that personal relationship that's going to bring mm-hmm. us the success. The testimony mm-hmm. is just to give us hope that God is good and that he'll be good to us. We're not supposed mm-hmm. to put our faith in that testimony. Mm-hmm. So, exactly. So, I mean, God can say, he can say something. He can say the totally opposite to you that he said to that other person and it'd be mm-hmm. right for both of you. Mm-hmm. No, that's absolutely right. And so it's the point is that it's your race. And so mm-hmm. and what you're talking about, I don't mind sharing that. And so um, the the life coaching business that I had, I wanted to keep doing that or pursue. We already have had our ministry spirit life mm-hmm. ministry for over a decade. And so I was sitting with the Lord a couple of months ago after I had talked to you guys and you were telling me about what you were doing, pursuing your business. And I have another pastor friend here in the city who she was telling me the same thing, having all these different things to do. And I had still been doing our ministry, um, but I had kind of put some other things that God had been telling me to do with the ministry on the shelf because I was doing the life coaching business. Mm-hmm. And I know he had told me to do that. And so I was sitting with him and I said, I said, Lord, I know you're going to laugh. And, and, it, and I, well, it was because I said, I said, Lord, he said, make a list, pros and cons. Here you go. Here's how I created you. These are your gifts. What do you want to do? And I made the so list. So you life coached yourself. <laughs> yeah, I did. I life coached myself. That's funny. So I was I was like sitting there and I was going, okay, pros and cons. And I'm thinking, okay, I can do both, Lord. Like I just talked to two different people that I, I respect and they both are doing all of what they wanted to do. And the Lord told me no. He said, nope. You're going to do one or the other and you're going to lay the other one down wow. and pick up one and you can do whichever one you want. Mm. But what do you, he asked me what I wanted in each one of those things, but I was not allowed to do them both. Wow. And I, and I went, oh, no, that's, not, I was like, wait a second. And it wasn't in a comparison of what the other people were doing as much as it was being able to do more than one thing. Mm. And so I was like, that's, and, and the Lord just said, you know, you can, it's just going to cause chaos if you try to do both things. And so, yeah, that was a great, and I'm laughing because similar situation, but I was coming at it from the other side because we were, I had, laid, I had laid my business, my web development, you know, WordPress stuff down. And I was, we were at least, I've been doing ministry for the last 10 years. Um, yeah. And, you know, when we went to Scotland, I completely laid it down to just a handful of clients that wouldn't let me stop serving them. Um, and, so I wanted to just do one or the other. I'm like, all right, God, which one do you want me to do? And, you know, and I was willing to, I gave him a whole bunch of options. I'm like, it's all on the table, whatever you want, God, I'm willing to do it. And I meant it. I was sincere. Yes, of course. And, I know. And, and then God said, well, what do you want to do? And I'm like, well, honestly, what I want to do is both, but I don't have the capacity. I can't do both. See, you're like, no, I want to do both. And I'm like, I don't want to do both. <laughs> and, and God's like, well, yeah, you don't have the capacity but I do. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. like, Oh yeah, he does. He could do mm-hmm. it all. And, mm-hmm. and so there was a whole long conversation that, that God showed me that it was the, for me, the right answer was to do both. 
But yeah. I love the fact that he told you the total opposite and it is exactly right from you because you're getting that from your relationship with him. You're not looking to me or your other friend and saying, well, that's what they're doing. So I got to do the same thing. Exactly. Exactly. Because I could have just said, well, I'm going to do it anyway because that's what everybody else is doing. But why mm-hmm. would I do that when I want the most life-giving life? <laughs> I, want the most, I want the most life-giving life. I want to do my life. I don't want to do anyone else's life and you don't want to do anybody else's life. And people who are listening and watching, you are meant to do your own life, like run your own race and whatever it looks like, however it looks, um, whatever's the most life giving that the Holy spirit is going to give you is how it's going to, it's going to be the most effective. And we need everybody to tap into what they're called to do. And, and what they're called to do might be a ministry platform and it might not be a ministry platform and it might be a mixture of both. But as long as it has the Holy Spirit as the leader, the guide, the director, the anchor, you know, mm-hmm. you're well, going to be good. And when, we're, when we are walking in the spirit like that, when we are trusting God for the outcomes and, and we're, we're believing in his goodness, we're in agreement with what he says in his word we're going to be far more fruitful regardless mm. of with which path he leads us down than mm. if we're trying to do it all in our own strength. That's yes. where we burn yeah. out is that mm-hmm. we're trying to do whatever assignments in front of us in our own strength. Yes, I've been exactly. there. I've done yes. that. It's miserable. And yes. I've done it the other way. And I've just seen how it's thriving success and yeah, it's challenges and it has its rough days. Mm-hmm. but it is so much more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Yes. And you have different, different assignments in different seasons mm-hmm. and they all have to correlate in a symbiotic kind of harmony kind of way. And the Holy, the spirit of God is the only one that can bring that to fruition, to bring mm-hmm. that forward, to bring that in, a, in an elegant way that just, it's just easy. You know, it's not maybe just easy, but it's, it's got a flow to it. And well, so it's, it's, it becomes almost effortless. It just, like you said, it just kind of flows and, yeah. and you find out things are happening that you're like, wow, I, I couldn't mm-hmm. have made that happen. That's amazing. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and you start to see that over and over again. And you're like, wow, God really is good. And, mm-hmm. and wow, I want to share this goodness with other people. And that's, yeah. and what it doesn't matter whether we're doing it in business or we're doing it in traditional ministry or, yeah. you know, whatever, it's that goodness when we see mm-hmm. God's hand of favor on what we're doing for the mm-hmm. kingdom, even if we're mm-hmm. doing it in the, the, the marketplace, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Because the whole world needs Jesus. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it doesn't matter. The whole world needs Jesus. And as a believer, you have a secret, which is the life-giving spirit of God. And it's meant to be shared and it's meant to be absorbed also for yourself. Because why are you, what's the point? What are, what are we doing this for? (laughs) God, God gave so much. Yeah. I am watching the time and and this has been fabulous and, and I, it's just so, so good. So I I really appreciate what you brought to the table, Lisa. And and this is, this is a powerful topic. Can you tell Mm -hmm. folks how to connect with, with your ministry? And, and how to, to connect with you and what Tim, you and Tim are doing? Oh, yeah. So Tim and I are doing, we equip people to 
um, be mobile and to evangelize. That's really what we do. Bottom line, we're spiritlifeministries.org. There it is on this thing. On the <laughs> and uh, you can get a hold of us there. You can email us and some we'll get back with you. But uh, right now our website is going through a change. So if you look at it today, probably in hopefully less than a month, it'll be different. And we'll have different podcasts. We um, do workshops for people if they need people to get out of the four walls of the church. Um, and we also do an outreach here in Colorado Springs where we live once a month. So if okay. people were interested that live here, want to do that. So, awesome. yeah. So, yeah, I encourage yeah. you go to the website, you know, send, send Lisa a note through the contact form. Just let her know that, that you appreciated <laughs> what she shared today. Um, and, and connect with their ministry because they are doing some amazing work. And I'm excited to see it, it grow now that you're, you're kind of singularly focused. You know, one of the things that, that I said mm-hmm. over and over again when we were in Scotland, and I, I've just come to believe it, it's, it's part of how I operate now is that less is more. A lot of mm-hmm. times when we focus on fewer things, mm-hmm. we can make them, you know, see them become more fruitful than when we're trying to do too many things and we get distracted and we don't end up doing any of them well. So I'm mm-hmm. excited to see what God does in, in your ministry and, mm-hmm. and the lives that are going to continue to be touched through everything that you and Tim are doing. So mm-hmm. I well, encourage yeah. people, connect with Lisa. She's awesome. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah. I'm awesome. Yeah. It's great. That's right. Jesus, thank you. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, would you pray for folks and, and just, you know, however the spirit moves you, Lisa blessing, whatever, and just, just yeah. pray for people. Yeah, so I just thank you, Lord, for everybody that's watching this. I pray Ephesians 1.17, that there would be um, revelation, spiritual revelation and wisdom, not natural wisdom, but spiritual wisdom that would flow into every believer's heart. And I just pray for each person to be quickened by your spirit, by you, God, that they would just be quickened to hear you. And even, even down to if they're not sure how to do that, that they would just hand an invitation to the Holy Spirit and say, you know what, Holy Spirit, I invite you to, sh- to just quicken me on the inside. Just quicken me and make, make me alive. Breathe in me. Give, me. give me life in the areas where they seem to be not working or they're not working the way that I know you want them to. Just breathe into those places, Jesus. Just breathe into those places, God. And Holy Spirit, lead your people. Lead your people, Lord. I know it's always in victory. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Well, thank you for that. If y'all are still watching at this point, we got uh, Andrew Sharp on the schedule for next week. So he's going to be coming to us from Scotland. Always Scotland. a good time. Love to have <laughs> Andrew on the show. So come back yeah. next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>